Well, I never gave a second thought to the idea of miracles. But after learning that the Lord Pansy Alistair was still alive, I became a believer. And to top things off, inducting Commander Leon into the Rowdy Boys. What a day that was, returning to Avondale, the day we learned Aurora's connection to the Vipers, and heard the tale of Wyeth's ancestors. Not to mention planning our own rebellion against the Crown. Oh, lords, ladies, every one of we Amadons. I remember the shadows that were cast long over the last lake. The hollow mountain filled our vision and spake foreboding over all <coughs> of our futures. I, no one of us rowdy boys, ventured through the hollow mountain and came out quite the same. All right, so I, as we're leaving, I kind of say to um, Commander Leon, like, yeah, he 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 finishes up. He was peeing into like this grate of like a drainage system, and he turns around, zips, and he's like, "Is that a shot at my bathroom?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, <laughs> "No comment." Got no, him. Um, um, he turns around. So, uh, what would we all decide? Am I in? And he like starts doing spirit fingers. I hell, Leon. I do spirit yeah, fingers. Yeah. You're in, but there's and there's he, a condition, Leon. This is we... a there is a caveat oh. for these fingers. Okay, yeah, he keeps them going. All right, we don't expect you to. We don't expect you to. We don't expect you to. <laughs> we so we expect you to be silent about this. Obvious. I mean, we are. If you were a part of the Rowdy Boys, you yeah. are a part of this crew, and this crew comes before anything else. One one little tear, and he's just like, guys, I'm a. All right, my and first friend. Wait, 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 wait. And that's, wait. We trust you not to tell anybody. Yes, that we're gonna put laxatives in the stew tonight, okay? Because that's our whole plan. That's true. That's true. That's our whole plan. Oh, I love pranks. And as you know, <laughs> on a, on just a, a tad bit in. more serious note, no killing any Varicans unless it's absolutely necessary. Oh yeah, that, okay? yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, let's not. Uh, let's not be not I understand. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, if anyone like. Tells you things that you think we should know. Oh, like if uh, there's information pertinent to yes. like you guys living, or right? That kind of that. thing. Yeah. Kind of be like a spy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, cool. Okay, yeah, All right, I'm into okay, this. Yeah. Like All right, spirit fingers, jellyfish, lick, lick the nostril. I lick his nostril. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like punched in. We are never gonna get that right. <laughs> and he like runs up we, to the door and happen. he grabs the doorknob and twists it. Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, does he really do that? He tries. Does he really For do that? For the sake of comedy, uh, yes. Yes. All right, well, I'm just, he takes... He takes 10 points of damage. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's actually... Oh! Ouch! Ouch! Oh, oh. sorry. I, I should have warned you about that. I kind of just... I, I thought I'd be the first one out. It's all cool. Rowdy boys, stick together. <laughs> I, uh, so, tell me you got that right, Leon. Yeah, yeah and I, 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 I like, I pat that. his hand. I'm, all, I'm using a. <laughs> so um, he winces in pain. <laughs> you guys like start walking back to uh, mm, the, the ship. Na- the ship, and um, he's kind of just like smiling and winking the whole time. He's it's like, like, okay, you gotta <laughs> lay low. <laughs> You yeah, really, God, <laughs> you just are just excited. I mean, but I get as soon it. as the ship comes uh, into view, it's like okay. stone okay. face. Perfect. And Good he's night. like, okay, guys. Wait, yeah. Stone? I'm oh, pretty. In, I'm pretty. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look for Lumen to come with us and stuff. So yeah, um, actually, most of the people have been packed up onto the ship. It looks like everything's ready to go, to ready to ship off. Awesome. So. And before I left, I got a big sack of bread. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, yeah I now. Mm. Now go on. I want to while we're in say the town. While we're in the town, I want to shop for um, medium armor because <laughs> mm. I can wear medium armor, and I have not, okay. and I have 160 <laughs> gold. Yeah. So I want to increase oh. my AC some. That's a very good point. Mm. Yes, could I, you find, could we shop um, for armor? You find some. Uh, you find some medium armor. It does cost 45 gold. Perfect. Oh, is there any like really extra special warhammers or anything like that? No. Nothing as good as the quality that you have. Uh, I would like to buy a couple of bags of caltrips and a couple of bags of ball bearings as well. Okay, I think that's just like three gold, probably. Yeah. yeah. Could I get like some, like, like a chest plate for my heart and like maybe some shoulder pads or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> some shoulder pads. How does this shit work in this world? <laughs> yeah, a breastplate uh, is thirty-two gold. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I asked the merchant, like, well, what what special stuff you got? <laughs> um, I've got this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got this. Uh, got this here uh, shield that's pretty cool. I see you you bear a shield. It's uh, it's got some cool designs on it, some floral designs and whatnot. Okay, that doesn't sound as cool as mine. Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna so go back to the boat. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you guys uh, purchase your uh, your things, and you get back onto the boat, and you start shipping off. So um, AC now fifteen, <clears throat> baby. All right. So I'm gonna kind of go one to one now, and um, so Kowloon, while you're packing up your things in the royal suite, uh, as you guys are shipping off, the um, you know there's another big a goodbye parade for the ship and the Lord Protector just comes in and he's he's beaming. He's coming through the hallway. He kind of peeks his head in and sees you packing up and he's uh he kinda like knocks on the door and uh says uh uh Colleen, mind if we uh have a few words? I don't mind at all. I hope you can talk and move. Uh y- yeah. What do you mean? I don't stop packing. Oh, okay. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Uh, in light of uh, recent conversations and certain hurtful words that you've said, uh, slandering my name, Alistair Pupkin, key, cousin to the King uh, Aston uh, and Lord Protector of Estonia, I've decided to be, you know, 
bigger man and give you the chance to redeem yourself. I know that the mines of the Hollow Mountain are owned by the Dwarven clans, uh, Taproot and Ironbar. And you're I say, oh, that's, that's very kind of you. And I kind of motion him. I'm done packing and I'm walking, I'm yeah, walking so away. He, so he he's now, following me now. So yeah, he follows right. you as you're like walking toward the stairs to go into the uh, underbelly of the ship. Um, uh, yeah, and, uh, like I was saying, I, I, I know your uncle Grunyar is uh, uh, part of, you know, he's the leader of the Ironbark clan, and that uh, you have some close connections. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I would actually like to uh, point you as uh, the ambassador of this visit to the mines. Uh, Kalun? And he steps in front of the door before you walk through it, and you're like holding stuff, and he, he holds out his hand kind of like passionately he's like i extend my hand as a gesture of peace making i'll see what i can do my hands are currently full though i've got all my stuff in my hands nice so you kind of like walk past him (laughs) yeah it's like i'll i I don't know if i'm up for this but uh i'll give it a shot good to hear and he like salutes you like because his hand was just out there so he just like i kind of kicked the door closed behind me i was walking in nice perfect um Ayas, are you ready for a little bit of... Yes. Okay, so um, uh, Ayas, just as you're kind of getting settled, um, at this moment, no one else is uh, in the room, but, like, the door is open to your rowdy boy kind of room with, like, you know, the white, you know, pieces of the white pelt of uh, (laughs) of the wolf (laughs) and, and, like, the antlers from the elk demon and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, so you... uh, it may be like uh, on your Warhammer, Rory, there was a couple of scales. <laughs> oh, from <laughs> the, the sea, sea serpent? Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, um, so she kind of like peeks in and says, uh, hey, Ayas, I was just um, just wanting to uh, find you. I, I have a copy of uh, the letter from Duke Erwin. I, I don't know if you and the Rowdy Boys wanted to know what was going on, but uh, she goes through her knapsack and pulls out a paper and is like, uh, he, he, he just wanted to share with, uh, everyone in case you wanted to know. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, also, I, do you have some time to, to, to talk? Yeah, I absolutely. Okay, cool. And, uh, she kind of shuts the door behind. Um, I, uh, wanted to know what you thought about the dreams that you've been having uh, oh my dreams lately yeah have they gotten worse or I've, I've just been worried about you and when I thought you were anyway <laughs> yeah I understand well the dreams haven't gotten much worse at all I mean they keep a constant state of being just absolutely creepy and they keep revealing things about me more and more I mean now I'm getting visions of myself here in the new lands as a child, which I've never, never thought possible. I thought I spent my entire life in Trayland. Yeah, that's interesting. Ayas, what do you think about me? <laughs> well, I think you're wonderful, Lumen. <laughs> okay, I just felt like you were, I was really excited to like see you alive and you were just kind of like, uh, let me talk with my friends and then I saw you just like talking to a lot of girls in the crowd in Avondale. And I just, I, I feel like, I don't know, you have all these things happening and I'm trying to be a part of it. And Well, I want you to be a part of it, Lumen. 
The trouble with me is old habits die hard. It's something I picked up from Bartolm. Not very proud of it. But I had a lot on my mind, and I had to speak with my rowdy boys about a lot of things before I could get back to you. But I appreciate having you around. And honestly, you've taken my mind off of a lot of the things that have been running through it lately, and I value that quite a bit. Can Rory walk through with a towel on? <laughs> Please, hey, sweetie. Yeah, Please and do. Uh, as as you walk in, like with a towel, uh, uh, she just kind of says, "I appreciate that, but I feel like I don't know. You see, and are experiencing so many new things, but I don't. I feel like you just don't see me." And she kind of starts tearing up, and she walks out of the room just as as Roy's like opening the door, and like through the open door, Lumen just kind of hangs her head and walks out. I put my hand on my forehead, just like, oh man, <laughs> how to cool, handle so. this? I wish I was in there so bad. It's rare the universe gives you such great lines. <laughs> it's like, no, he doesn't see you. <laughs> He's blind. <laughs> Can't see <That's> shit. Awesome. <laughs> you guessed it. Cool. So, um, so at this point, we'll just kind of go with things go back to normal. I mean, Leon get like he tries to sit with you guys during meals and whatnot. Um, and do you guys allow him to sit yeah, with you? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. All of us or just these two? Uh, all of okay. all of you, yeah. And so, you know, and he's he oh. plays it cool, surprisingly. Uh, there's times when he's just smiling for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> in, my, I, in my downtime while we're um, mm-hmm. on the ship, I do want to continue visiting uh, downstairs oh, yeah. in the brig. And um, every time I visit, I'm taking keen notes of like Ooh, extraction yeah. points, and I mean, cool. I am planning a prison break. You've got like for Aurora in your notebook. Mm-hmm. You've got like everything. Like, yeah. uh, do we know that? You mean for? for I share that with you guys. You do? Best. Yeah, like guys, okay. I, you you have to know. I I cannot stand to have Finn executed for treason. To have him. Uh, like held in the brig, that's not going to be okay. Is the other guy in the prison? If that's still? the case. Yeah, Master Talon is still mm-hmm. in the 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 first cell. So there's two cells. Yeah, one has Master Talon, the other okay. has. And, and I know you seem to be connected with Master Talon. Um, I just don't think he's in prison. No, just for, I was I, I was pointing at. Sorry, I was pointing at Kowloon, not <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, and so I'd be willing to extend this. Plan, but I, I have a plan to break Finn out if I need to. Um, when the right time comes, I, he is not going to be on this ship w- when we leave. Might I suggest something? Yes. I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw, but back at the uh, uh, the Oxmounters Inn, I I've discovered a new spell. It's called Glyph of Warding. I can I can attach any other any of my other spells to this, including Knock. So if I go down there and I put the glyph of hoarding on both Master Talon's and Finn Aurora's cell doors at a certain time, we can kind of orchestrate a jailbreak. Well, I can set it to a to a keyword that both of them could speak whenever they wish. Whoa, that's pretty cool, y'all. I like the sound of that. Also, hey, yes. didn't I don't think I ever shared this with you guys. I did notice Lady Reyna has some relationship with Finn. Uh, she didn't see me, but. I saw her embrace him, and she must have had some some sort of conversation with him. But 
That's Anyhow, interesting. Maybe we can talk to them. It's possible about she it. would be sympathetic to the cause. She does not seem a, a fan of Lord Alistair's, from what I've gleaned. Uh, Doesn't seem like it, no. Also, a new development has come along. Lumen gave me a letter that she copied from Duke Erwin that's arrived recently. Hmm. Hmm. Are we in the middle of the mess hall right now? Um, <laughs> we never we'll we'll imagine that this yeah, is, sh- you guys started conversating in the privacy yeah. of your room. <laughs> you <laughs> be funny, yeah. Like the bishop's like chiming in. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. No, the yeah, bishop has lunch in his room. We already mm-hmm. know. We know. We're yeah, actually, right. we're talking in the bishop's room next to the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> but we have him in a zone of silence. <laughs> It says, to the crew of Thessal's Grace, or the mysteriously renamed Naked Lady, <laughs> I have been welcomed into the Afrahim borders, and Master Penvro has survived his surgery, although I had to leave Dunabur before learning how much of his sight had been recovered. Now within Afrahim, I have picked up on the trails of this crafter's guild. They seem to have a monopoly on most weaponry and jewelry. Stores holding their wares are found only in the upper-class districts within the capital city. I cannot investigate much further, or for Elven King Amran and his has been alerted of my presence in the city. I must play nice for the time being. My hope will be that I will have more information upon your return trip through Avondal. May Thesla guide you, and may you receive his blessing as you enter the cloud of unknowing. That is the eastern reach. Best wishes. So filled with sorrow that I had to abandon the expedition. Duke Erwin. I don't trust the motherfucker. <laughs> but that sounded pretty reasonable. <laughs> can we roll an insight check on the letter? Is that? No. Insight can only read people. People like, okay. Yeah. What about his handwriting? Mm, his hand- yeah, that, that is some deceptive <laughs> ass handwriting. He's got a few too many curls in his arms. <laughs> he uses air quotes around a lot of the words. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been I'm I'm limited. So um so who wants to who wants to set a distraction for me while I uh while I set those spells on the uh on the on the doors. Well, well I mean also, I c- oh, not it. You also know okay. that you're about um you're only about a half day's journey from the hollow mountain. Just yeah, so you guys if I well if I remember correctly, wise. this spell as long as I'm within like a certain distance from it, it just mm-hmm. stays. I got you. So, okay. uh, really? So yeah. you have to be around it, though. I'm just. Well, I mean, if we're on the ship, I think it's like I think it's like a pretty reasonable distance. So. Cool. I'm just letting you know timeline wise. Yeah, you got about um, like six hours before you. When okay, when when was the treason supposed to like the court? Execution. Yeah, when was the execution supposed to happen? Uh, the uh, from Finn, you know that they're holding him until. Uh, they can have um, some kind of trial for him, and the trial has not been set. It's almost as if they've forgotten about Finn. He's just he's been him. kind of like wasting away. You can tell his mental state. He's he's getting very depressed, facing um, death. Yeah. Death. Yeah. Exactly. And what about um, Master? Uh, Master Talon. Talon is he's also like s- dipping into insanity. You hear him like singing a lot to himself. He's also been, uh, he's, he was an alcoholic. Mm. And so being yeah. withdrawn from alcohol for, um, uh, close to two or three weeks. Um, how would you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, yeah, he's not doing well. He's kind of like antsy a lot. And mm. yeah. So what I'm getting at is, 
Um, we have no reason to think that we need to set these glyphs like now because uh, is it possible? Like, it's more than likely, what's going to happen is we'll get to the Hollow Mountain and then we'll take the ship back to uh, the mm. the uh, yeah. But the glyphs are nearly invisible, and actually, I just looked it up. I don't have to be anywhere near them. Okay, they just stay. Okay, cool. So yeah, so we should uh, the sooner we can place them, the better. Then basically, great. great. Plus, it would give it would give Finn hope. That's awesome. And Master Talon. And Master, yeah, him too. Can we just say, at some point, you've you've stealthfully put those glyphs on the locks? Well, okay, yeah. See, I have pretty regular access to these, um, so I can simply bring you along with me one time, and then when a guard is not paying attention... All right. Yep. So basically, they just need to know the code words to mm-hmm. uh, to unlock their their cell doors. Uh, right. Uh, which is uh, Razzle Kids Dazzle. next door. Which is no. what? <laughs> Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. Code awesome. name. Kid next door. Um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um, upon one visit, uh, the guard nods to Telnius and Kaloon to go forward. Kaloon, you go to speak. <clears throat> With uh, Master Talon and uh, Telnius, you go to speak uh, with mm-hmm. Finn. Give me stealth checks as you communicate the plan to them. Oh, remember your uh, advantage with yeah. Great Court. Oh, well, yeah. that well because it's speech based. Okay. It wouldn't work for this because you're not trying to. That's okay. No, my for, first roll. Yeah, my first roll's okay. better as well. <laughs> <laughs> then you take right. disadvantage. No. So <laughs> that would be nineteen total. And for you, Telnius? Uh, or 18. Awesome. Yeah, the guards don't turn around as you relay the information, okay. and while, Kowloon, you set the glyphs. So I'm setting the glyphs. They're nearly invisible after nearly. they've been set. So nearly. Like, you have to be looking for them. It's kind of like uh, spotting a single spider web or something on, on something. Like, you kind of have to be looking for it or it hits the light just right. You can act, no. yeah. I mean, like, and even then, you could probably even set it on the inside. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's facing the prisoners rather than mm-hmm. outward toward the guards. Yeah, so that's what I do. Yeah, and do that. basically, yeah, I just attach the spell knock to both of them. And if Perfect. they say the words... Razzle dazzle, it'll automatically oh, open up it. their cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we communicate this with them and tell them, um, like, they obviously have, well, you obviously have uh, decisive uh, executive decision on this, um, but only use it when the time is right. Because gotcha. this spell, once used, we cannot do this again. But both yep. agree and they understand. And you can just tell on both of their faces, like, a new sense of hope. Cool has come to them and I give um, a high five. Yeah. So yeah, small high fives and you guys <laughs> no. say goodbye and walk back out of the, uh, and I, I am still bringing him food, yes. you know, like, so he's not completely wasting away. Gotcha. Hopefully. Cool. Yeah. Talon gets nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got like three, uh, like sour grapes or something. Like, yeah. Honestly, oh. he is definitely more connected to me than I am to him. I just, I just don't think about it. Gotcha. Um, it's like is to Lumen. Okay, so she's um, gonna be the villain in the story. Right? Yeah, 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 she's. I really, she's I really do think she is. Like, <laughs> I do not trust. So, her. Um, you guys, really um, you guys know that <laughs> you're. Uh, wow. You, you learn that you guys are approaching uh, the the far end of the lake, um, and so uh, the the ship approaches the hollow mountain. It's it's set up. Uh, higher than any of the other mountains that is a part of the Eastern Reach. How which did the naked lady get on the lake? It was a part of the... Oh, I'm it's sorry. A lock. The, the river, Avon, uh, Avonova River, uh, 
uh, heads into, leads into the lake. Um, And at this point, coming closer to, um, coming closer to the, uh, the hollow mountain, you actually see, okay, here, let me, I've already done this. Okay, so the ship approaches the hollow mountain. It is so tall that its cap is dusted with snow. At its base, the lake, Loch Cady, becomes a river again that runs through the hollow mountain. Before you is a cave wide enough for 10 ships and tall enough for the mass of the naked lady to clear the ceiling. The ship begins to travel through the eerie silence of the river cave. The light from the entrances fades away. The crew lights lanterns to ensure safe passage. After about two and a half miles, there are torches burning in the distance, and the mood is pretty somber on the top deck, uh, just because you're like literally going into pitch black caves. I'd like to be at the crow's nest. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because um, I don't need light. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I asked, what do you see with your elven eyes? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Nothing with my eyes. They're useless. <laughs> you do see grays and blues, which is not helpful in the dark. So, um, As the ship draws near, there are docks lit by two torch posts. There are three ships anchored, yet no one is there to welcome the ship as you dock. The crew uh, begins to secure the gangway and begins unloading items for trade after the ship has docked. Uh, The Lord Protector um, seems a little concerned about this, and he comes up to the Rowdy Boys and says, I've decided that we should um, head up kind of a scouting team. Are the Rowdy Boys in? Are you joining us? Aye. I would like to join you. Yes, Kalun. Crap. You, though, are... (laughs) Leading the way. I, I, <laughs> and well, so, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, great. So you guys come off the gangway as the crew is unloading, because uh, there was supposed to be, you know, trade happening with the dwarves here. And at the head of the, um, well, uh, play, play us a song, Kaloon. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I play my bagpipes. Oh, nice. Yeah, we all get inspiration. Yes, we all get inspiration, y'all. As you, you start playing, uh, except I don't not. Yeah, not uh, Lord Alistair. <laughs> so you choose him. He's like, I like the song, but I don't feel Anything encouraged. Special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says this up is to weird. six at a time. Not in the nice. Yeah, if Lumen's with us or Commander Leon's with us, um, they can so get inspiration. It's just but... the Rowdy Boys, Commander Leon, and the Lord Protector. Hmm. Okay, Alistair. so. Yep, and so. That's it? Um, Yep, uh, and. The, the Lord Protector, I guess I just realized, it's kind of crazy that the Lord Protector is leading an expedition. Expedition, isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't like that would be kind of shocking to us. Yeah, that's kind of why my character took us into the lock to battle the sea monster, right? But he took us with that was weird in itself. He took us with a crew of guards. Well, we still have a crew of guards, at least. No, no, he's just just saying, like, you guys, like, he saw your he finally was with you and saw your abilities, and so he feels comfortable with us. Sea monster, so that's why he came straight to the rowdy boys. See, my character was trying to catch him in in his cowardice by saying, Oh, and you're coming with us, and then he said yes, and I was like, Dang it, (laughs) (laughs) oh, he actually is. So, as you start playing your bagpipes, you see this beautiful, ornate um, archway 
that mm-hmm. opens into a tunnel. Its ceiling is about 35 feet tall. It leads deeper into the mountain, and your bagpipes kind of echo out. There are dwarven runes inscripted into the um, hmm. into the archway. So, yeah, I'm sure my bagpipes have, like, resonate yes. so, a bit with these dwarves, right? Uh, or yes. with the runes as well? Possibly. Uh, they bounce off them, yeah. The, yeah. the stone so sound that waves. Is what resonates. Yeah, That's the, stone, <laughs> the stone responds. What? Wait. The stone responds very well to your bagpipe playing. Stones love it. Uh, so you, the rowdy boys, lead the Lord Protector and um, Commander Leon down the torchlit hallways. The tunnel ends about fifty yards with an intricately designed doorway. Each of the double doors featured. Is this a place that people go often at all? Yeah, I mean you can you can tell even just by the uh, the the dirt floor, the stone floor. Like there's foot traffic. Okay. Um, At the at the docks, there was ship uh, three ships ready. There was uh, a wagon that was. uh, So it's not like a secret path we're following. This is a well trod area. Yeah, and the only reason you guys are scouting ahead is because no one's out there to welcome you, and it's you know mm. well, okay. it just kind of offset commander uh, or the okay. Lord Protector. And do I know real quick? Do I know mm-hmm. if he speaks Dwarvish, the Lord Commander? Um, you don't know if he does or not, but all right, I'm uh, you ask assume, him. Yeah, okay. And uh, test and see if he's ask him in Dwarvish. What does he say? Oh yeah, speak, speak Dwarven to him and see oh, yeah. if. <laughs> do, uh, do you know Dwarvish? And you say it like yeah, in I say it in language. Dwarven language. Gazuntite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I rolled a nat twenty on uh, insight. insight. So he has no idea what you just said. Okay. Cool. It, it doesn't seem like he even recognizes that that's that, that is a dialect. Yeah. Thought you had a He's stroke. Just kind of <laughs> ignorant. So I say in common. That's all I needed to know. Oh, what good? What was all you needed to know? It's okay. Don't worry. About so it. the each of the double doors <laughs> features a dwarven clan emblem. On the left is a golden tree. Uh, that sticks out from the iron doors. Its roots uh, come down and uh, become an upside-down pickaxe, completing the circle image. On the right are two blacksmith hammers at the top, and underneath are tempered metals infused with the colors of flames. Both of these emblems are just gorgeous metal uh, uh, work, and... um, Surrounding the emblems are silver Celtic-style patterns that fill up the facade of these doors. Um, There's actually some dwarven script that takes up the middle of these doors. Uh, It reads as follows, which Kalun, I think, is Um, the only one of your group that mm -hmm. speaks dwarven. I don't speak dwarven. I do not. Okay. So, I mean, I'll just translate. Yeah, that's fine. It says, uh, take a swig, take a shot, and your arrows release. Grab a sword. Grab a spear, take up your shield to defend this old land. Oh, very cool. Cool. Do I recognize either of these symbols as the iron bars? The symbols on the right with the um, blacksmith hammer and the flame is the iron bar clan symbol. Nice. So I stop playing my bagpipes and open that door. So you go to open the the door handles are uh-huh. two iron uh, swords, so they're not actually sharp; they're decorative swords. Uh-huh. Um, and you go to open them, and it just kind of like cocoon. I it, cast knock. Um, it still does not open. You you hear some of the you hear some mechanic of the door, but you hear it like quickly suppress itself and reset hmm. within the door. I pound my fist. Hello, brothers. 
What's he doing? Does he know what that says? Anyone? Uh, yeah, I was translating it. He said oh, it out you? loud. Um, someone give me an investigation check. Anybody? Investigation. <laughs> 12. Uh, 15. 13. Uh, I got a 16. So, Kowloon and Rory, like, Kowloon, as you're knocking, you kind of see by your elbow a much smaller emblem of the Ironbar clan. Rory, on the left-hand side, you see a much smaller um, uh, version of the emblem of the taproot sign, which is the tree leading into the sword. Um, there's something conspicuous about this, um, about these smaller emblems. There's actually... Uh, actually, Kowloon, you recognize these the runes on the outside of the circle. It, it, it kind of sticks out like a dial, and it, it's numbers 1 through 10 in the Dwarven language. And at the very top is a small marker, almost like a, a safe um, like dial. Mm. And I say friend in Dwarvish. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> but um, Kowloon, above your emblem, you see the word death on the right hand side oh um rory oh. you you notice the dwarven uh runes on the circle and you see a dwarven word above the album on the left i pointed out to the group okay uh, yeah i so guess i did that. the same thing yeah okay so um, <laughs> but <laughs> but also i translate mine and rory's discoveries out, out, <laughs> yeah. out to everyone else yeah. great yeah. so the the dial on the left above it says born born mm-hmm. b-o-r-n Oh, and I'm sorry, not like death. Jason? I'm sorry. Born <laughs> on the left side and died. I apologize. Not death. I'm sorry. Died. Oh. Died. So when, when did uh, Ivan Barbley barrel? When was he born and when did he die? <sighs> I say it out loud. Yeah, so right. you, you <laughs> can, because you're so uh, learned... In the, depth in um, Ivan Barley Barrel. I mean, I the, literally played him. Right. As a, in the life, you did a lot of... Um, <laughs> Uh, for Gross. your performance of Ivan Barley Barrel, you did a lot of research and a lot uh-huh. of. Oh, what's that? The method. Uh, oh, method you acting. acting. Method acting. Yeah. 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 What's that method? method? Yeah, I was a method. I'm so method. I went back in time. One too many angry orchids. <laughs> what's that method of acting where you're like become the person? Um, the birth uh, year for um, for Iron Barley. Iron Barley Barrel. Ivan yeah. Barley Barrel. God, why did I make such a difficult name That's for all this? It's been a tough one for you this whole season. Really <laughs> um, is the year 709, and okay. he died in 791. Okay, so he was born on 709. Well, I don't know any of these symbols to be a number. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll so, do it. You do the, so you do, do, you do the, the birth side? I'll do the birth side first, Okay, because uh, that just seems to make sense. You're born before you die. And, you know. Yes. So, and uh, then I do the die. As soon as you do yeah. the yeah. Uh, born side, uh-huh. the left side, um, the dial um, depresses back into the door, and you see some of the some of the Celtic intricacies shift a little bit so that the, um, so that the emblem shifts to the right about 90 degrees so that the head of the tree is facing the right door. When you go over to the died and set the 791, it depresses as well, and the mm. emblem at the top of the door's uh, shifts to the left 90 degrees so that the head of the 
blacksmith hmm. hammers faces the left door. Once these are facing each other, they depress back into the door, and the rest of the uh, the rest of the intricacy workings, you can see some of the metals moving fluidly, mm. and you hear kind, kind of like of, the chamber of secrets door. Yeah, so, so yeah. like mm. from the top of the door to the bottom, you hear these uh, <coughs> exactly, and uh, maybe uh, keep keep an eye out, boys. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what's coming. <laughs> kind of have your hands on your weapons, and I go um, ahead and pull mine out. Oh. My sword, I mean. <laughs> Weird zip. <laughs> I pull mine out. Uh, I put my hands up as though I was about to cast a spell. All right. With, I thought you were I looking for a two-handed blade. Do <laughs> okay. you stand like a, a, a magician? So You're sorry. like ready to... Yeah. Um, so with one last boom, the doors open inward, revealing a torch-lit massacre and releasing oh, a stench so unbearable, oh, everyone roll me constitution saves. No. Oh. I closed the door. Blood is spread over the floor in front of you as the doors open because they are dragging bodies away from you. I, I got a nine. Oh, wait. Who's dragging bodies the away door from you? The door is, is opening oh, the door. itself, oh, okay. and it's pushing bodies blood, of people like that... Wow. Yeah. Um, as though they were, like, beating on the door trying to get out? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, right. uh, I got a seven. Nine. 20. 20. Okay, so. 20 buddies. Tell me us. Uh, yes. It's like. <laughs> Fail buddies. Yeah. Tell me us and Kowloon. Uh, tell me us you're not, you're no stranger to this. Mm-hmm. You just start vomiting. <laughs> I just you still hold your pose of like magic casting. <laughs> you're just kind of like barfing. <laughs> it's like a magic casting like, fountain of vomit. Like trying to hide it from. <laughs> he just, he keeps his head straight up and it just uh, bounces. Uh, Exorcist, just like projectile, and like my face doesn't change at all. It's almost like I expected it. But I'm your so eyes used are your eyes are red and crying, but like your your facial expression hasn't changed. Um, yeah, we never did uh, get that food in the tavern. <laughs> Commander Leon uh, is also uh, vomiting. Yeah, the stench of decay is overwhelming. Okay. I want to make a medicine check to see if I can determine what killed the. These people. Uh, well, first perception, I guess. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's let me finish describing the okay, room because yeah. it's pretty um, gruesome. <laughs> pretty gruesome. So there are brutally murdered bodies of dwarven miners. Uh, some were, are wielding pickaxes and hammers spread throughout the large foyer. Uh, in the center, though, um, there was a um, a small there was a small statue of uh, Ivan Barley Barrel's bagpipes. On one of the pipes sticking out is set a head of one of the dwarven oh. miners. Whoa. Wow. Ooh. Mixed with the dwarves, though, are a few bodies of Varrican soldiers. Their faces painted with a deep blue paint and wielding hand axes and shields. So you wanted to do further inspection, yeah. Tell me us. Uh What'd you roll for that? Oh, I haven't. Yeah, go yet. ahead. Uh... Everyone give me perception checks overall. Nice. Nat 20, I'm specifically looking for the other entrance into the room because it's very clear to me that there yes. is. Yeah. 15. 20. So if my first check was for perception just to see mm-hmm. if uh, anything. And for that, I rolled a 13. Um, but for medicine specifically on the people, ah. um, I rolled a 22. Awesome. 
ISU, and what'd you get, Kowloon? Nat 20. Whoa, damn. Yeah, yeah. Kowloon and Ayas, you guys see that there were three tunnels at the far end, and, and the rest of the place, it looks like it's pretty much like a workstation where uh, wagons are filled up with uh, ore and precious mm. metals uh, to be sh- you know brought back out to the ships. Um, everything has stopped like mm. in its place, um, and the three tunnels leading deeper into the mountain into the mines. It looks like they have been uh, they have been blocked by large rocks and debris. Um, Kowloon, you actually recognize this. Uh, you, I mean, just growing up in in Ben uh, Ben Ivor Ben Ness. Ben Ness? Ness is back in Sutland. Oh, okay. Yeah. So growing up in Ben Ness, you know of the different explosions or <laughs> explosives that dwarves use. You can like smell the hint of like that black powder and stuff, but mm. you recognize that it is not coming from <clears throat> this side, but hat, uh, it looks like these were all blown from the inside. So you oh, and wow. Ias kind of inspect that. and All three? Yeah, all so three I guess of we'd, them. All yeah. three. As if they were trying to keep something from getting into this. Exactly. So we'll share that with the group. I also want to look around and fi- see if I can find any like explosives that I can carry with me, like okay. that I can um, put on me since I know how to use them. Wait, just so I'm un- familiar. So you're saying the explosives happened on this side no, to prevent the inside of from the, the outside from the inside the tunnel of the tunnels mm. preventing keeping these people in here yeah. right. like blocking the, them oh i guess i was interpreting that, it that they were I trying thought. to keep something from getting into this room that's what i thought well, no, yeah. it seems like there yeah, was a, don't know. there You're was a right. surprise attack maybe like the varicans mm. blew up the other side of these walls and surprised all of these iron wait wait, wait does it are all these are, does it seem like all these people are dead because they fought each other or was something else coming after them it so just you, seems uh, like that. well. I just let's see what the medicine check. So yeah, I'll I'll yeah I'll you, Rory. I mean, just in general, you can see pickaxe wounds on the Varican soldiers that are okay. there. But due to the fewer, um, f- there's actually two Varican soldiers who um, those were the bodies that were dragged away from the doors, as if the. So the tunnels were blocked from inside the tunnels, and the door was locked, leaving a few remaining uh, Varrican. And they were trapped within, and it looks like they have died of starvation. The rest of the Varrican bodies are, uh, they have puncture wounds from either the hammers or the pickaxes. Okay, go ahead. Telnius? Um, oh, well, go ahead and ask your question. Well, I was going to... So it looks like some of them have died of starvation, even though there's another tunnel they could have gone down. No, nope. all three no, of them. All, all three, three of them are blocked. blocked. Okay, no yes. And uh, so Telnius, you find probably the strangest body out of all of them that are here. So um, near the back right, away from the tunnels, away from the middle where that bagpipe is, you see one Varrican body that isn't a warrior type like the rest of them. You see one whom is wearing um, a robes instead of hmm. armor and shield. Hmm, nice. So after hearing um, after hearing your Kowloon's and Ice's explanation of the tunnels, the Lord Commander um, the Lord Commander agrees and says uh, there could be survivors on the other side. We'll need to come back with more men to remove this debris. As he's saying this, Telnius, you begin ex- inspecting yeah. this body of one who doesn't look like a warrior, is wearing robes. Um, yeah, I want to loot l- the body. Let me expl- uh, 
so he oh, doesn't. By the way, I robes. did get. I, I made sure to grab the um, tome when I was on the Naked Lady, and I keep it with me now at all times. Okay. Also, uh, when I was on the Naked Lady, I did want to investigate that. Um, I want to use every time my alchemy that. set to cure myself of that deal. Yes. And um, like learn a little bit more about that. Oh, but and anyway. he also made an extra vial, and now I have it on me. Just referencing everything to poison. when I was on the Naked Lady. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, last night when I was on the Naked Lady. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just make sure. Uh, so, Talnius, you uh, look over this Varican body. He isn't wearing armor, but instead a black robe. He is completely bald with runes tattooed into his scalp. Hmm. And a gray beard hangs all the way down below his knees. He's laid out deceased on the, on the floor. He's been mortally wounded in the back by a pickaxe, but a blood trail reveals that he has pulled himself away from the, the fray and battle in the middle of the room. Um, and it looks as if, when you take a closer look, that he has used his own blood to write something on the stone floor. <laughs> Uh, in Varican runes. Go, can I read it? Yes, because you, Tommy, is <laughs> the one uh, looking at it. Like literally, his his finger is out at the last rune. Yes, like, um, he he wrote this in his his dying moments. Yeah. You up? <laughs> study, study in Scarlet for a good time. <laughs> <Feel it>. uh, <laughs> DTF. Half Dan was here. <laughs> no, it anyway, says, back to serious uh, yeah, mode. Right. It says, um, our blood shall never be shed in vain. Varican blood always prevails. Once you read the text, the, the letters look as if they're vibrating. The blood on its own begins to liquefy and move closer. As it does so, Commander Leon kind of speaks out. He's about 10 feet away from mm-hmm. you. He's like, oh, Tesla, it's cold in here. What? Oh, fuck. I, I yell, I'm guys, freezing. Uh, something's happening over here. The doors suddenly slam shut behind you. Oh, boy. When the blood pools, it rises before you. A face is formed, a bearded face with runes on the forehead. It is the coagulated blood and the sight of it pierces you, Telnius. Roll me a wisdom save. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> as Telnius so I'm guessing we're out, still kind of far away, right? Yeah, me you guys are Ios. a little bit further away. Rory, you're kind of in the middle of the room with uh, near Leon and the Lord Protector. But when Telnius shouts out, you guys look over and you see this kind of like floating pool of blood with a face uh, created once you see this image, roll me uh, wisdom saves. So I rolled a 23. <laughs> I just rolled a <laughs> I rolled a regular three. Oh my gosh, yeah. I rolled a... I rolled a 16. Oh, this is good. <laughs> so, Telnius and Kowloon, you are not affected by uh, the sight of this uh, image. Uh, Ias and Rory become frightened, as do... Uh, Commander Leon and the Lord Protector. What the hell is that thing? In fact, um, (laughs) in fact, as ISU say that, the blood regroups and becomes sort of a ball and 
travels, shoots straight over to Commander Leon. His head pulls back by some his head is pulled back by some unseen force and the blood enters his body through his mouth and his nostrils. And once it has entered his body, he kind of slumps over in the middle of the room. (sighs) He is breathing heavily and when he turns around, his eyes are blanched white. He says in a guttural Varrican voice, And he pulls Nametaker and attacks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we roll a uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go uh, in a circle. Yeah. So um, he attacks first, Lord Protector, and the first uh, swipes across uh, the uh, Alistair's chest, and blood starts running over his armor. And the second one uh, gashes his leg. Uh, the third one goes to Rory, and you actually, um, you're able to dodge his sword as it comes down. You get an opportunity, an attack of opportunity on him uh, to, I'll say, just to shield bash just because of how surprising this attack was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, does a 14 hit? Uh, it does not hit okay. his AC. Lo siento. Um, We'll go to Kalun's turn. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I do is cast Enhance on uh, Ias, and then I run as my move action. I run towards the battle, but I'm staying uh, at least 15 feet away, and I yell out, Riamar Ias and give uh, uh, Telnius a bardic inspiration. Awesome. Also, Rory and Ias, because you are frightened, you cannot, on your own uh, fruition, go toward this uh, creature. Now that it has entered Leon, you are now afraid of Leon okay. in this state. Um, you also have disadvantage on your attack and saves mm. because you are frightened by this. So, Roy, it is now your turn. Okay. You may attack it, you just can't move toward it. Okay, but he's within range. But he of is right, with, he okay. was right next to you when this happened. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go into a scary rage. <laughs> a scary <laughs> rage. We've had happy rages, angry rages. This is the first scary, scary rage. rage. <laughs> awesome. Go for it. Spook uh, rage. Uh, uh, yeah, scary rage. I let out a shriek that doesn't come across nearly as badass as he wanted it right, to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagining you with a hammer like... <laughs> I, do, yeah. I just kind of flail away yeah. at him. So that would it would neutral. I would just get no advantage or disadvantage. Exactly. Because I have you mm. just roll. Yeah. Okay. So my first attack, I swing, and uh, that would be a sixteen. Sixteen does not hit. You uh, swipe against his armor, but the the hit gleans off. Of okay. Him. And my second swing would be twenty three. Damn, that hits. Yeah. Roll okay. Your damage. Damn. 23, uh, so that would be... I was like, shit, uh, 23... 11 damage. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Um, is that the end of your turn? Um, yes, in my turn. Cool. Um, Telnius. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Command, uh, and uh, so you go ahead and make a, a will save. What do you say? I say drop. 
So he, whatever weapons he has in his hand, he has to drop them on the floor and stand and end his turn. He hears you say this, and it's almost as if you feel the magic enter his body, and in a very unnatural way, his body like cranks up and looks to you almost like a marionette mm. and his eyes are blanched white and the blood has covered his teeth and he just smiles deeply Ooh. and does not follow your command with a DC 15. He that sucks. <laughs> you can tell like it's a little awkward, this kind of like control over commander Leon and he just begins swinging his sword uh, back and forth. The first one uh, goes over Rory's head. The second one, uh, the Lord Protector is able to get his shield out in time uh, to block it. But the last one is a critical hit on Rory's son. With name taker. Oh, shit. Your name's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he swings straight down onto you, and you take 18 points of damage. Ouch. I'm fine. That's got to hurt. I say that. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> I'm fine. He's, it's slashing damage, and it go, uh, goes into your chest, which you're... Resistant uh, oh, to I'm slashing. Resistant. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, only nine, baby. 49. Sweet. So that was his last move. Ias will go to you. 89? Yeah. I, uh, what, what happened there? So you can't rush toward it. <laughs> I take a few steps back. Right. And uh, I try to will myself to overcome this fear. Yeah. Give me another uh, check. It's a freaking wisdom save. God. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have... It's just wisdom? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's 11. Yeah, you are still freaked out. I mean, okay. just the way that Commander Leon can is. I, out of fear, like throw my dagger? Yes, you can still do. You dagger. can do ranged attacks, like even though you're freaked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. throwing a dagger at this thing. Go for it. Fifteen. So, um, after biting into Rory's flesh, he looks up and sees you draw and and uh, throw one of these daggers. He brings the sword out of Rory and clings and, and <laughs> knocks your dagger to the ground about five feet away from him. Uh, at this point, because we've gone a whole round, his AC is 19. That's nice. What Ooh. I will use my move action to move like 10 feet backwards. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Kalun, we'll come to you. <sighs> okay, so now I'm going to cast Enhance as a third level spell instead of a second. So okay. that means I can target two people. Nice. And I'm going to give both Rory... And uh, Ias, advantage on wisdom saves. Very sweet. Nice. So, um, Rory, I forgot to give you a check. Uh, do a check for your last time. Go ahead and still take the advantage. For my though. last time? From but your yeah, last turn. No. Every turn you get a chance to save. Uh, oh, gotcha. You said he's taking okay. the advantage? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'll yeah. go ahead and use it as a third then. Yeah. <laughs> 18. Sucks. We'll roll again. Right. After um, two, so 18. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So after he sunk his sword into you, you are now you're just angry. You did not want to be taking damage from this thing. You you overcome the fear of it. Uh, Kalun, well, okay. oh that was that was your way. action. That Do you want to move? Uh, I don't want to move, but I'm going to uh, say Riamoraisios uh, again and give uh, Rory a bardic inspiration. Sweet, and then. Uh, since I can use it as a bonus action, I'm mm-hmm. also going to give myself a bardic inspiration. Dude, perfect. Yeah. So it's yeah, you can add one d6 to a d20 roll. Rory, we'll come to you. You're mm-hmm. right yeah. next okay. to Commander Leon. Who, so, oh. having been slashed across the chest, I now my fear has been um, removed, and I have a grin across my face. 
uh, like normal, and nice. I will um, attack. And I do um, 11 points of damage with my first attack. Nice. So um, you're, you're knocking through his armor. Um, and uh, so let's... Yeah, and he's starting to bleed pretty profusely from the wounds you've given. You can tell I, you've... Okay. Uh, you're... Are you using non-lethal damage? I'm is doing non-lethal damage. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's still like it's still pretty brutal. I you you can tell you've cracked a couple ribs. Okay. Because you're in rage, so you're not really able to be super careful. But yeah, he's right. not uh, looking well after that. So, so I'm going to use my second attack to try and grapple him. Okay. Great. Just try and ju- like I'm assuming like I knocked him back a little yeah. bit with that one, and so like I'm going to then just try and like jump forward and give me and a strength check him to the ground. Uh, that would be 22. It's a fierce battle, but you're able to, uh, like as you hit him the, the last time, because he, he just got done, like knocking the dagger away. You bring your Warhammer into his armor and into his side, and you're able to use it as leverage to leap onto his back to kind of bring him down in like a full Nelson okay. kind of hold. And he he fights a lot, but he's able to. Um, you're able to grapple him. And I just whisper in his ear, "You're one of the rowdy boys. Remember Leon? <laughs> Snap it's out like of it." His blanched eyes like become conflicted. Like some of his his like brown eyes come back, but it like goes back <laughs> white again. Uh, and we'll go to Telnius. All right, I'm going to try it again. I um, say, uh, this time I, like, scream it, uh, command, and tell him, um, this time I say grovel. I'm going to give a little bit more of a hint and not even roll and say he does not listen to your command. Okay. Do you wish to move on your action? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, I don't want to move. Gotcha. (laughs) <laughs> so he's going to attempt to third attempt to charm um, <laughs> ooh, so he's not able to break free from your uh, grapple Rory but he is able to um, bring a punch back and he uh, with a 21 I'm guessing hits your AC mm-hmm. a gauntlet fist hits you in the face and you take um, you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And... Great. And so we'll go to Ayas now. I, again, this time, I just, I stomp my feet and try to will myself out of this yeah. fear. It's just driving me insane. Go ahead and make your roll with, with advantage. advantage. Ugh. <laughs> oh, no. <Man. laughs> Nothing. Uh, that's a 10. Yeah. You're still under. Y- you, like, want to go in and help your friend. You see your rowdy boy, and it's just like, I okay. can't. This is freaking me out. I'm just, like, losing it, and I have to help somehow, but I just can't get any closer, so I pull out my short sword and chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, with disadvantage to hit um, just because it's not a ranged weapon, yeah. but you can do so. <laughs> Roy's eyes I'm get going wide. to. Oh, this, no. It's, it's a two. <laughs> Did you Rory, you just see something, like, <laughs> you see something gray just, like, go past your face. Your sword just clanks on the ground past. The first roll was a two. I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, you, uh, 
at this point, uh, the Lord Protector comes up and just backhands Leon in the face and says, snap out of it! And uh, he takes he takes about uh, six points more of damage from Lord Protector. Dang, six points of damage with the back of his hand? It's a heavy gauntlet. Yeah. He's proficient. <laughs> He's gauntlet. proficient in <laughs> backhand slap. slap. <laughs> okay, so uh, my last Ramarasios uh, bardic inspiration goes to Ayas. Uh, so he gets a he gets an inspiration. He gets an inspiration. Everyone yeah. here gets <laughs> all the Everyone check under your seats. So that's your bonus action. Uh, what would you like to do with your action? Okay, so I I run forward. Uh, Rory's got him pinned to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, you can tell, like, one eye is, like, coming back, like, brownish. The other one is still blanched, but, like, blinking uh, right. brown to white. So I'm going to, I guess, like, jump over and grab his arm and like put him in an arm lock just to kind of help Rory out, but try not to get too much in his way. Gotcha. Um, You're, do I need to roll anything? Yeah. Roll, um, roll me actually dexterity. Uh, cause he's still holding his, uh, sword in one okay. of his hands. All right. So that's going to be a 16. Great. Yeah. And so, that was with disadvantage. Actually, yeah. yeah. So he, um, he, Sees you coming and um, wait, acrobatics or dexterity? Just a dexterity check. So, okay. well, um, then it shouldn't have been disadvantage. No, so okay, so uh, that would have whatever been your a, first roll was, and then okay, so it's a 22. Then oh, I, took, yeah. I took disadvantage on that because I was Beautiful. just assuming it was acrobatics. So, you rush up and um, you're able to actually like kick uh, the name taker out of his hand oh, and right. help cool. Rory in this, like, uh full Nelson like wrestling hold and Leon begins screaming at this point and all of a sudden he screams and tilts his head back and this black and crimson ecker begins to like release itself from his body and just lays like a cloud over all of you uh <laughs> it's about 10 feet in the air so with it uh within reach of of your weaponry and whatnot so uh on, yeah and and leon goes limp under your arms and he he closes his eyes and like kind of falls to the ground um, yeah, i'll let him go yeah rory i um <clears throat> yeah i let him i let him fall to the ground and i whisper like sorry buddy and uh-huh. I guess I just try and jump up and swing my hammer at the cloud of blood. Go for <laughs> it. <laughs> I just try and see what happens. Go for it. <laughs> this sounds like Wait, you're just gonna have a bloody it? hammer. It's about ten feet up. You'd okay, be able so to I guess with the reach of my hammer, I'll yeah. really get it. You, as you're as you're putting Leon down, you use his hit back to like, yeah to springboard up. It's so like you're jumping and, up and, and trying roll. to hit a sign okay. at Walmart or something. <laughs> Sixteen. You hit. Oh, nice. Okay. It is now outside of Leon's body, so the AC has changed. So that would be uh, nine damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Perfect. It's we- like it's weird. You're like swiping into a cloud of this like um, ooze, like blood and 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 like uh, ectoplasm kind of uh, substance, and you're just beating away at it. And you can tell it does a little bit less damage than what you would hope, but it still does damage it. Okay, we'll go to Telnius. Uh, I want to look at the body of. I want to investigate the body of that um, that wizard. 
Okay. Yeah, and sure, like, go ahead. like, and like the blood that he wrote. I want to like investigate that and see if the, there's the letters are gone. They literally made up the blood that is now hanging in the air. Okay. I, what I want to do is see if there's any like glyph here, or any magical word that like. All right. Yeah. Go for it. That's a natural twenty. Beautiful. So with an arcana check, you can tell that still like burned into the stone were were these glyphs. Uh, you can tell this is some kind of necrotic. Uh, magic that has left this spirit or ghost. Well, then I want to cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Nice. So um, if it's level three or less, it automatically is dispelled. If not, then whatever level spell, like you have to make a save DC. What What do you say to dispel the magic? Well, I just cast like, I, I say like the, um, the words like, uh, whatever like arcane words, um, I, don't, I say so like some of, arcane instead words. Instead of Thessalon, you're speaking more what you had learned mm-hmm. from Bartolm, right. uh, this kind of spell, and you speak it over, and as you cast it over the, the burning, uh, the burned image. Right, I'm not even looking at right. the ichor. I'm looking at the like glyphs on the ground. As you cast this on the glyph, uh, you, see the, you see the burn marks dissipate, and you the blood just like oh. pours down over Kaloon, Rory, <laughs> and the Lord Protector. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Leon does not wake up, though. Okay. I want to go do a medicine check on him. See, yeah. like... Do the, does the blood make me feel weird or anything? Ten. Okay. It's mm. just as gross and sticky. Ugh. The Lord Protector is just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this god you keep talking about? So that's a um, ten that's medicine a, check. Oh, oh. Good. A what? Ten. Ten. Um, you're not sure, but when you like open up his eyes, you can tell his irises are still like f- very foggy. Hmm. Like there's still a part of him, but it almost is like uh, a leftover... As if the the spell has not fully detached itself from. Do I recognize body. the spell at all? Um, no, but um, you detect evil from from within mm. Leon that you've never detected before. Okay. Um, and you actually know that um, in this level of uh, possession, Bishop Column actually has done exorcisms at the at that level okay cool so i i tell you guys all this and like i i think commander leon could probably be healed but not by my hands perhaps bishop cullum ah he's screwed then well (laughs) well, i mean bishop cullum's an asshole but he he's a capable exorcist i mean so uh lord commander do you mind taking him back to the ship then Yes, let's please get out of here. Um, and he, he takes up one of Leon's arms. The Lord Protector waits for you guys to be ready, and Leon is just kind of like quivering, quaking. Can we take like a vial of this blood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can. Should we probably do that? Mm-hmm. Cool. Am I so, okay? Huh? Am I okay? You come out of the frightened <laughs> stage, but like you've never like lost it during a battle like that. And even Leon's state still unsettles you. The idea that this can be exercised out of his body is a good, like a very good thing. Like that gives you comfort. My fear turns to anger. Okay. Fanger. Anger turns to anger. So um, you guys are able to, uh, you guys are able to get the, the doors open. They did not reset the locks. Um, 
and you guys with the Lord Protector begin carrying Commander Leon back to the ship to find Bishop Colum. So once you get out to the docks, um, Lumen hears you guys coming and she can see from a distance like three of you, uh, or four of you are covered with blood Mm -hmm. um, and she's kind of like freaking out and she grabs a couple of guards and rushes up to you guys. Um, sorry. Um, you'll never guess what happened back there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So, um, go ahead and try. Guess, guess what happened? Lumen, uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lumen, uh, Lumen does Keep ask, going. uh, what the hell happened here? And, uh, the Lord, uh, Lord protector says, there is no time. Get Bishop Colum. Uh, she hesitates looking at Leon's condition, like covered with blood, his eyes, and he's just kind of like mumbling nonsense. And mm. the Lord Protector says, now! Um, so the guards take Leon's body onto the deck and Lumen runs down into the deck. So you guys have come onto the ship. No, I jump on the water. I'm getting that blood off of me. Oh, that's fine. So you wash no. the blood off and then yeah. go <laughs> yeah, back I wash the top. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, Lumen comes back up with uh, the bishop, and he has an attendant with him. He kneels next to the body and begins to examine the commander. The bishop yells to his attendant, the white vial, hurry! Uh, The attendant starts scrambling through his knapsack and pulls one out, and he looks up to uh, the crowd around, and he says, does anyone have anything silver? Uh, Yes, they have, have uh, (laughs) give him your, your... Thing, no, you're your mine, no, not that one. Mine's covered in poison. Um, Fine, here's my dagger. Ias yeah, makes oh, it okay. with the with the dagger first, and uh, the bishop is able to pour this uh, holy water over um, over the silver dagger, and he brings the dagger to Leon's forehead and begins to pray. Immunde spiritus omnipotestes eradicate et effugiare in nomine et virtute domine nostre vesla. And he begins cutting the infinity symbol into Leon's forehead. Leon gasps and his eyes open. They are now completely blanched white. He begins mumbling uh, different words, some sounding like... uh, like Varrican, some sounding like Trailender mm-hmm. words. Uh, it, it, it then all kind of comes together in the Varrican tongue and in three different vocal registers, he says, Verslinger, forefathers, forefathers. And there is a pause. Do I recognize any of that? Uh, you, uh, they are curses. Um, like imp- fuck imp- shit. Impudent <laughs> scum. He's calling you impudent scum, mm-hmm. pretty much. Ah. Um, he then pauses as the um, as the infinity symbol is complete in the middle of his forehead, and then he's he looks around, and he smiles. His teeth are still stained with the blood. Her Hedra. Her Hedra. Telnius, you recognize this as they're here. <gasps> Whoa. An orange flicker. Do you say that? Yeah, I, I tell you guys, they're here. An orange flicker appears in the pitch black of the tunnel and sails closer and closer until it pierces the skull of the bishop's attendant, who in shock opens his mouth, 
attempting to speak. A fiery arrow tip burns within his mouth, and he falls lifeless to the ground. Lord Alistair screams, Two arms! Two arms! Shields up! Dozens more flaming arrows light Arrows light the tunnel as if stars in the night sky. Small portions of the top deck are now set ablaze, including the doorway to the royal suite directly behind you four. Varrican shouts are heard from the blackness. Monstrous wood-carved snakes come into view. They are the figureheads of the Varrican fleet ships. Warriors fly onto the ship from ropes and begin to attack the guards and crew. One warrior in particular lands before you, the rowdy boys. She has no armor, just furs. Her red hair is braided back, revealing two streaks of blue painted vertical over her eyes. They're wide and bloodlusty. She wields two two hand axes and attacks. Her first move. Do we recognize her? You do not. Okay. This is someone completely new. Okay. Um, You... uh, she kind of lands and with the momentum of running towards you, like she has flown in uh, from a rope from the ship that's come next to it. She runs up and just like donkey kicks uh, Telnius <laughs> and does 21. Yes. <laughs> you fly backwards through the burning wall and like half of the wall to the royal suite. It reveals the hallway and the room that Colleen <sighs> once entered. And you're actually back there and you take... You take nine points of damage as you fly oh. backwards, and you're knocked prone. Not too bad. Um, we'll go to uh, Ias first. So th- this warrior is right in front of you, and many more have entered onto the boats. I pull out Vanessa, and I just <laughs> go straight for her torso. Go for it. <laughs> Crit. Oh, <laughs> oh <shit>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, a good thing. Great, 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 great. That will be 24. Yeah, you definitely hit. With two points of damage. Fire. (laughs) Wait, 24 points of damage? 24 points of damage. Two of those are fire. Oh, I thought that was your fucking to hit. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) Yeah. He crit crit to hit. No, I crit to hit. Think about that. Yeah, then I doubled my roll. Oh, my God. Jeez. Damn, dude. Yeah, you, I told you bitch. I was pissed. So you stab into her gut and then activate the flame, and she just, just cries out uh, in and just pain. blazes with uh, flames. Kaloon. Let's go. Right. So I... Uh, all right. So I, again, I use my enhance ability mm-hmm. on both... Uh, I use it as a third-level spell on both Ias and, uh, yes. and Rory. And this time I give them uh, strength, uh, which will give them. I'll look it up. In advantage a minute. on yeah, strength. I, I think it's advantage on like yeah, like attacks and stuff. And so, on on uh, attacks based in strength. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so uh, I do that, and then I guess like are people still coming onto the ship? Oh yeah, still? like okay. at least six have landed onto the ship, but you see. More, sh- I mean, there's only so much torchlight that is revealing, but you can hear more. Um, uh, you can see ships coming into view, and actually, some are landing at the end of the port and starting to come up that um, yeah. that port side. Okay, are we? Are, is anybody raising the anchor yet? Um, no, the crew is actually joining the fray to just basically fight for survival. Okay, I'm running to go help raise the anchor then. 
Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah, you, you're able to kind of dodge uh, some of the moves. As you're running, uh, you see Lumen firing arrows up at um, warriors as they leap onto the ship, taking some out as they like land uh, unconscious onto the deck. Uh, the bishop instantly like throws his uh, war hammer up and catches it and swings it back around as one of the Varican soldiers attacks him. His, the, the, the light of Thesla booming with every hit uh, of, of the Varicans that come onto the ship. Um, he's, he's basically defending Leon's body at this point. Um, Kalun, you're able to race through the fray and get over to the anchor. Two of the crew members, um, instead of joining the fray, come and help you to raise anchor um, and and basically undo the the ropes that have docked the ship. So uh, they they see what you're doing and they they get what you're doing and they're trying to help you uh, in doing that. Rory cool. will come to you now. Okay. Uh, so she this um, this one's right in front of me, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to use another rage and I'm going to swing at her legs, attempting to like knock her over. Okay. With my first attack. Go for it. Do that as a uh, strength check, but add your Warhammer band. Okay. So that attack is, um, is 13. Okay. And she'll contend it. Yeah. She, um, she, uh, you like you hit her knee, but you weren't able to trip her. So go ahead and roll your damage, though. Okay. Uh, twelve. Twelve damage. Yeah. Nice. Um, you actually hear a bit of a pop when you hit her knee with the warhammer, and she uh, screeches out again okay. as Ias's sword comes out of her gut. So when she lands, I'm going to try and swing another time at her upper half to see if I can knock her over gotcha. as well. Like losing, using that. Go for it. Oh, same thing both times. Uh, t- 22. Yeah, you definitely hit. Uh, and uh, 12 points of damage as well. Jeez. Yeah, you're making quick work of her, and she does... Um, she does fall prone. Uh, like you're just able to hit her knee and then as she kind of buckles, you, uh, bring your warhammer back and then hit her in the chest and she kind of is airborne for a second and lands on her back. Uh, tell me us. Okay. So I'm laying face down on the ground after getting knocked over, mm-hmm. um, like on the blink and I can, I look through the planks and I can see down, um, underneath and see into the brig and I scream, Now's your chance in the confusion, razzle-dazzle. And then I gotcha. get up and uh, I cast a Fireball on a group of uh, the um, people that are, are um, there. Probably lighting the ship on fire. But. Like one of the, the ship that's <laughs> just landed next to the, the naked lady, you cast Fireball. Well, I mean, it, it kind of depends. If there's a bunch of people still on it, then yes. Yes. Okay, there, then yeah, I are. cast it like, on... Like, it's full. They're taking turns getting onto the Okay, then yeah, I over. cast it um, on, oh my the, God. on the ship and in the hopes of, like, getting as many of them as possible. And my intention is to burn their ship down. 
Gotcha. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm not even going to have you roll damage. You take out like half of the forces. And yes, the ship is now burning on fire. Their attention has gone toward saving their ship or jumping onto one of their ships next to it. Because your your fireball was actually in the front of it mm. and it singed uh, a few of the ropes. Cool. Um, so you have kind of stopped the inflow of right. uh, Varrican from cool. the opposite side of the ship. Okay, so we'll go now to the barbarian woman. She kind of does that, like, uh, that move to get straight up onto her feet. Like, she just, like... Yeah, that, like, the, like the kick up or yeah, something? Yeah, the kick yeah. up. And she just lands on her feet, and she throws both of her hand axes. Oh, yeah. So, um, the... Okay, so the first one hits... Um, uh, Rory, and um, you take, uh, as the axe hits you in the chest, you take, you take 22 points of uh, slashing damage, and Ias, you take, um, you take seven points of slashing oh, damage you're resistant as the to hand axe cool. um, lands into your flesh, and then, uh, um, let's see, she still has. She uh, rushes up to you, Rory, and she attempts to grapple you. Okay. So I need to do a strength? Yep. Strength contention. 20? Oh, yeah. So um, so she comes down, and she, like, um, she brings her uh, forearm around your neck, and she goes to kind of, like, choke hold you you're able to grab her arm and actually flip her over your body releasing the hand axe uh from your flesh and she's uh laying down next to you um and we'll now go to is's turn um i run over to her mm -hmm. where rory is and i just as hard as i can kick her in the head <laughs> okay roll advantage because she's prone <laughs> Crit. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. Roll a D6 for damage and um eight. Nice. And um, that's my first attack. Gotcha. Go for your second one. My oh, you both get attack. two attacks now? Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. My second attack, I just I just bring my sword around my back over my shoulder <laughs> and then straight down into another slashing motion. Beautiful. Fourteen. Um, so at this point, the hand axe had released itself from Rory's body and she was able to quickly grab it and she brings it up in front of her face, like blocking your, um, blocking your sword. And I'm gritting my teeth. Just uh, like, yeah. It's like, like sparks come up as she brings her hand axe up to, uh, to block it. Um, we'll now go to Kaloon. You're able to get three of the uh you're you're able to bring the anchor fully mm -hmm. up and three of the uh all of the ropes have been uh released so the ship is no longer oh, docked so uh the the okay, captain's yeah. wheel to turn the ship uh is just above the royal suite which that wall underneath it is now set on fire so you'd have to kind of climb over the wall of fire in order to get to the uh captain's wheel okay so i'm going to instead try in acrobatics to mm -hmm. grab one of those loose ropes and 
swing up there. Gotcha. But on my way around, if I can, mm-hmm. because the ship is on fire and I want to try the fire, I want to try to throw fire again. Gotcha. If I'm fifteen, if I'm if on my swing around, I'm fifteen away, fifteen feet away from our ship, yeah. but close enough to their ship that I can cast Thunder Wave and uh, further uh, the chaos on their end. Okay, so okay. give me an acrobatics. I is, no, I I, I yeah. love what you're doing. Yeah, go for it. Okay, give me acrobatics. Oh, that's a nat twenty. In this moment, like you have mastered Mage Hand, oh, that okay. you're able to like. You duck down and you reach up for one of the ropes as it has just emptied from a Varrican and you're able to you're just able to catch it. Like go nice. ahead and take that net twenty. Okay, and like that's you, good. You, you kind failed. of used Mage Hand in order to help spring yourself up, and you catch the rope and you swing uh, back toward the uh, Varrican ship. On your mm-hmm. way over, you pass by about three that are still swinging over. In which case, you're able to cast Thunder Wave in midair as you're heading toward, um, as you're heading toward the captain's wheel. Oh, so each of them take uh, eight <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> so and they're launched. Yeah, yeah, and they're launched. Oh my god! And, and if you're, you're like, oh yeah, that like yeah, helps. Like, that you gives you more you, momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> all three, all three of them are just <laughs> like they knock <laughs> off the ropes, and you just hear splashes, or one of them crashes into In the, the fire, fire yes. of the uh, <laughs> ship next to you guys as you like you burst continue for continuing forward and you land uh, like right at the captain's wheel and the end of your turn is to like grab the wheel. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Actually, they do take 16 points of damage because it's a, it's a 2d6. Beautiful. I don't know if that makes any difference, but yeah. They're even awesome. deader now. They're, They're even more dead. dead. No, that was beautiful. Killer. Uh, Rory will go to you. She is still. Also, oh, it should ahead. be noted. I have no idea how to steer the ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're just gonna give it your best shot. That's great. Okay, uh, so I'm going to drop down and try and get this woman into like an arm bar. Okay. Um, and I guess I have to roll to see if I succeed. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, eleven. Okay, so but remember, um, you still have a bardic inspiration. I'll use it. Yeah. So I get add eight a d eight. Uh, yeah, d eight. So 17, she, um, you kind of like first go to grapple her and she's able to bat your hand away. You go in the second time. She actually grabs your left hand and pulls you down and your face hits against (laughs) the deck. Oh no! (laughs) You actually take four points of damage. Uh, from sucks. hitting the deck. Okay, and, then oh, I, hit the deck. <laughs> then I just like, ah, and I just punch her in the face. No. <laughs> you like roll over next to her and like punch her in the face. I love it. This is a brawl, baby. Uh, 18. Um, yes, hit. that does hit. Yeah. So this is a D6. So yep. Yeah. And this is just the first episode, isn't it? Nine. Nine points Nine. of damage. So um, you, so she's just like plus ten. I'm going to use my shield. <gasps> oh, so nineteen. You punch the bloodstone. Yeah, shines and um, so she was like ah, as she like pulled you down and you roll over and just punch her in in the middle of her screaming, just like ah. Look. <laughs> She is completely knocked out. Uh, okay, stone good. cold. Oh, yeah. knocked nice. Out. Stone, stone cold. cold. <laughs> oh, oh, triggered. Uh-oh. 
Uh, telling us it is Can you describe oh, to me? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me uh, quickly, I will mention just to get some context of what's Perfect. happening around you guys. Uh, yes. Half of the guard has now been slaughtered by American forces. Oh, cool. Uh, Lumen has drawn two Kukri blades and she makes quick work of three of the warriors as they charge her, slashing to the right, to Damn. the left, and then stabbing into the last one. Um, she, uh, she then like charges that one uh, to the edge of the ship and like throws him off with her swords. Um, let's see. Um, although after she does that, she set herself into a prone position and one of the Varrican soldiers, as he's rope swinging down, instead of landing onto the ship, just takes her and takes her down with him and you just hear a splash uh, into the dark Water. waters. Um, let's see. She'll be fine. <laughs> um, before the bishop can swing his warhammer uh, this one last time, his leg is hewn with an axe. Um, uh, the bishop just screams out, um, but the Varrican soldier that has brought this axe down, uh, all of a sudden you hear him go... <gasps> as Commander Leon yes. comes out of his stupor, <laughs> rises and pierces the Varrican through the stomach and hmm. like literally lifts him over his head, uh, shish kebab style, and body slams him back into oh, the dude, deck. Oh, dude, I love K-Bobs. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a V-Bob. <laughs> as two more soar onto uh, the, the ship... Uh, he just cuts both of them down, but you can tell he's like at the end of his, mm. uh, at the end of his rope. It's like he, adrenaline. Yeah, he yeah. kind of like takes a knee after slashing the last one. Uh, Lord Alistair is still next to you, and he's trying to defend the gangway uh, of Varrican spilling it onto the ship. So he's kind of shield, uh, shielding them, taking blows. He's not necessarily landing a lot back at them, but he's containing them at the gangway, or at least trying to. So, um. So then my fireball pre prevented more from coming, but the ones that had already come, mm -hmm. they were like that action. Was, so how many are on our ship currently? Uh, there are four on the ship. And now that the bishop and Leon are kind of incapacitated, they have kind of spotted your group. Okay. And they, they don't really see you because right. you're kind of amidst the fire and right. debris of okay. the royal suite. Okay. So I'm going to come out of the royal suite. <sighs> Um, like flames behind me right. and uh, I'm going to put my hand up and say, slow down. It, they like lock eyes with me and yeah. they start to move for me towards me like normal speed. But then yeah. they just immediately start like, it's almost like, like gelatin closes around them. <laughs> oh my and every gosh. turn they can either move uh -huh. or they can attack. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. So yeah, these guys were rushing towards you and they just like stop mid. Like they were like, one was about to like do a finishing move on the bishop, and he's now just like stuck in the right. middle of the air with. His and they're axe still moving, but yeah, coming exactly. down. Yeah, they're it's just slow, like very slowly. Slow. The other two were like starting to sprint towards you, but now they're just like their arms are like caught in midair, <laughs> and like yeah, it almost disorient uh, disorients like uh, Leon and the bishop around them. They're just like oh, and like the bishop like looks over to you and locks eyes, and he's just kind of like. <laughs> Uh, like uh, amazed at this. And I smile and just like wag my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So um, uh, on, uh, so on the Varricans turn, they, um, the, the ones that were kind of fighting uh, the Lord protector, um, 
he shield bashes one off of the gangway and into, so I could do oh, up I'm to sorry. six. Not f- so I thought there was only four. Well, they're not on the ship yet. Oh, I see. So they're a distance I from see. the four that were on the top. Deck. Okay, okay, cool. Um, and so uh, the first one, the Lord Protector shield bashes and he falls back into the waters. The second one, like he actually um, brings his sword up and catches the blade and kicks him back, knocking a few off. But one last warrior comes, and this guy's kind of like a bigger Goliath. Yeah, and he's got just this, uh, this like two-handed like club, like just this rough-hewn piece, and he just runs up the gangway, uh, just like taking his momentum and basically just hitting uh, the Lord Protector, and the Lord Protector like fall like flies 10 feet back and lands on his back and like skirts across the uh, deck. And this guy leads uh, one other um, past you guys uh, and into the Royal suite. Um, Give me attacks of opportunity. uh, uh, Just Ias actually, because Roy, you're on the ground and we'll say that you were concentrating on your spell. I want to use an inspiration point. Okay, go for it. 23. Awesome. So um, there um, you are able to um, catch the second one as he runs by and um, you're able to sink your blade into him. Nice. Eight. Um, Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. One of them being uh, fire. Fire. Okay, great. So yeah, you you slash down, you burst your flame but this goliath guy who he's bald he's got this big red beard he's uh wearing like bearskin pelt very similar to uh, a lot of the other warriors he's able to get past you guys he actually um you know not not too much to do damage but he actually knocks you to the side tell me and he rushes back to the royal suite and bursts through the door and it swings open and shut uh, very quickly. At this point, the Lord Protector like, like kind of shakes that off, and he says, "Reina, rowdy boys, on me! We must protect the lady at all costs." And he rushes towards. Um, he rushes past, following the Goliath. Um, Lord Protector Alistair hmm. charges through the hallway and bursts into the room. Instantly, he is thrown backwards not by the club, not by the Goliath, but he lands on his back and a crossbow bolt is sticking out of his chest and he's shaking on the ground. Uh, My lady? He gasps and beyond him stands Lady Reyna in full Varrican attire holding a crossbow. Two warriors stand at her side ready for their next orders. She looks through the flames and debris and says as she reloads the crossbow, If you wish to live, I suggest you drop your weapons. 